every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Thanks so much for downloading this episode of the Shrimps Verdicts podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. All opinions expressed are those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Hello from Dave Salmon. So no game this week and I thought long and hard about whether or not to release this podcast. But on reflection, I thought that given the fact that we've got no game this weekend, and we are likely to play Sheffield Wednesday at the Mazuma Stadium this coming Tuesday. And we had already conducted the interview that you are about to hear before the news broke on Thursday lunchtime that the Queen was under medical supervision. I thought it was the right thing to do. It's a chat with James Mappin. James is one of the presenters of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. And as I say, we spoke uh, just a few minutes before the news broke of the health concerns surrounding the Queen. If you're not going to the Mazuma full match commentary, of course, as ever, on Beyond Radio, on FM and DAB+, and I follow shrimps. If you're not going to the Mazuma, we would really, really appreciate your company. Uh, So enjoy this, hopefully, shrimps fans. It's a great chat with James Mappin from the Wednesday Till I Die podcast to chat all things Sheffield Wednesday ahead of their trip to the Mazuma this coming Tuesday. James, thanks so much for jumping on our podcast again. Always appreciate your time. Before we talk about our game, uh, give us the uh, the plug, the sales pitch for Wednesday Till I Die. Yeah, as you said, it's the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, you can find us on all uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, it's myself, uh, Liam Russell and Giles Coke as well, former Wednesday player that, uh, that, that talks all about Sheffield Wednesday every single week. Uh, the good, the bad um, and everything in between really. So yeah, you can find us on Twitter as well. It's at WTID pod if you uh, want to have a look at what we're getting up to and uh, I suppose what we're, what we're saying about Morecambe after, uh, after the game on Tuesday. And it's not a corporate podcast, James, is it? You tell it like it is. If you're good, you're good. If you're bad, you say so. Yeah, exactly, exactly like that. We're just we're just fans of the club, and um, yeah, we we say it how it is. If um, if we don't agree with something, we're going to say it. If we don't agree with other fans, we're going to say it as well. Uh, yeah, we just uh, yeah say it. it's like people liking it to a group of mates down the pub. That's why it's uh, that's the sort of vibe that we're going for. But uh, yeah, we uh, yeah we talk about like I said everything. Um, everything that people's thinking about. We look on Twitter as well and talk about all the the current topics as. Um, that, that come out not seemingly every hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really good listen. Go and check it out Wednesday till I die. We'll plug that again at the end of the pod, James, I'm sure. Um, let's go back to the end of last season then. Are you... Do, do we have to? <laughs> Just briefly. Are you disappointed that you are, of course you are, that you are still in League One? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the aim at last season was obviously to get out of League One. You know, we did... We, we don't want to be in League One. We want to be as high up as we possibly can be. You know, you look t- 2016, we were so close to, to getting into the Premier League. So, uh, yeah, of course, it's it's very diff- you know disappointing that, that we didn't manage to do that. But I think you've got to look on the, on the whole. I think if you look at where the club was when we got relegated from uh, from the Championship, we was in a we was in a mess. Like so. I think I even said back then, like at the start of last season, that 
top 10 finish wouldn't be the end of the world. Of course, promotion was the aim, but when you looked at where we, where we was, that being said, the players that we signed, um, you know, we signed some excellent players last season. Um, I did think we had a real good chance and we did, you know, we gave it a good go. We had a bit of a blip in the middle of the, of the season, far too many draws, but we, we finished the season really strong and yeah, it was just, them, them two games against Sunderland wasn't uh, a reflection of how we've been playing for throughout that second half of the season, which, yeah, maybe the, the occasion kind of got to us a little bit in terms of we, we changed the style of play and, you know, instead of just treating it as two two games, it was for tra- traders like, you know, obviously the, the two legs, which probably a bit, uh, a bit wrong. But, you know, we came so close, um, you know, fair play to Sunderland. They've been down here for... That, you know, they would admit far too long. So, yeah, obviously all the best to them. And I suppose as Sunderland have proved, it took them nearly five years to get back into the championship. With every passing season, there are seemingly more and more big clubs in League One. So you want to try and get out of the division sooner rather than later, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the, the league is, you, know, you look now, you know, Derby, uh, there's Ipswich, there's, there's Portsmouth, Charlton, the, you know, the list can go on. Um yeah, obviously ourselves. There is some some big clubs. It's almost you know, with no disrespect, there's like a there's almost like a clear divide in the yeah. in the league in terms of it does feel like there's there's two leagues in one kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes for a great football, you know, um, going to going to the bigger grounds and and things like that. Um, but yeah, you're right in what you're saying. I think you know we do need to get out of here as soon as we possibly can. And I feel like you know. We've got the squad at the moment, and obviously we can attract the quote-unquote better players. Um, you know, the players from from the championship to try and get us out. But there's only so long until you know you, you suddenly become just a League One club. Um, <laughs> obviously, we are a League One club because that's where we are. But you, you know, you've, we've got to get out out here as soon as we can. The last two times we were down in the third tier, it took us two seasons. That were back in what we came out in 2005, and then also in 2012. So we've had one season down here. Fingers crossed, we can uh, replicate what's happened previously, and we'll get out of the second attempt. I think, to be honest with you, speaking from a, a Morecambe fan's point of view, we are delighted that there are clubs like Sheffield Wednesday and Ipswich and Portsmouth and Charlton in the division because we are playing you as, as equals in the division and, and that makes our journey, if you like, all, all the more challenging and, and I suppose from a fan's point of view, better. So from your point of view, James, start of the season, still very early days, of course, isn't it? But how do you assess your start to the season? It, it looks reasonable on paper, at least. Yeah, it does. But if you speak to, if you look on on Twitter, on social media, if you speak to certain fans, you think we're in the relegation zone. The way that people are going off. Um, yeah, there's, as, as far as I'm concerned, we're, we're fourth in the league. We've lost two games. We've won four. We've drawn one of them. Um, it's been a great start. I've kept quite a lot of clean sheets uh, as well in that. Obviously, we conceded three in the opening game, a three-three thriller, which um, you know. Kind of thinking, wait a minute, this is it was a weird game, a tale of two two halves. Um, but then we've you know we've we've kept a, kept a lot of clean sheets. All right, there's been a blip um, against Barnsley at the weekend, which was not ideal. South Yorkshire derby at our place, you know that was the first defeat in 15 um, consecutive league matches uh, at, at Hillsborough, which you know shows how how good our home form is. Um, yeah, it's, I don't think we've been firing on all cylinders, I think it's fair to say, which to say that I'm fourth in the league 
know, you've got to take the positives from that. Um, I think, you know, we've, like I said, the, the, the players that we've got, we were still bringing players in right up until the end of the transfer window. Alex Mighton and Malik Wilkes, they've both not started yet. Um, you know, Mighton only only came just before the uh, the Barnsley game. So, yeah, we've got a, a you know, the, the squad was constantly being added to and, and developed. And of course, you know, they've still got to, to gel. I think Alex Martin was the 11th or 12th signing of the, uh, of the summer. I only thought we needed a few tweaks, but clearly that wasn't the case. Having brought in, you know, seemingly a whole new, uh, whole new start in 11. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we've had a tough start as well. If you look at the games that we've played, mm. we've, we've played, um, we played Portsmouth, as I've just said, MK Dons, we've played Peterborough, um, you know, we've played, um, Forest Green was probably the, the easier of the fixtures that we've had. Obviously played Barnsley as well. Bolton was another one. So all them teams, apart from Forest Green, no disrespect, we're going to be at the, you know, at the sharp end come yeah. the end of the season. So, um, you know, obviously we play Morecambe on, on Tuesday, but I don't know when this is going out, but we've, we've also got um, a trip to Plymouth and then we've got Ipswich following uh, Morecambe. So, yeah, and you look at the fixtures that we're, that we're playing, they are tough. So to have the, the points that we've got on the board so far, you can you can only take the positives from it. Yeah, we'd, you know, the squad that we've got on paper, you'd, you know, the bookies have tipped us to go up as, as champions. We're only seven games in, you know. It, the, the championship isn't won next week. It, it's, it's won in May. So uh, as long as we're there come the end of the season, then there's nothing to worry about. 117 points still to play for. So, you know, and, and a lot a lot can happen, can't it? So in terms of your squad then, James, how does it compare in terms of strength and, and everything else that you'd want compared to what you had last season? Uh, I think it's uh, it's comparable. I think it's stronger in some, slightly weaker, you could say, in others. I mean, some of the defenders that we, that we let go, I mean, I said let go. Uh, we had Harley Dean and Jordan Story on loan at the back end of last season. We also had Sam Hutchinson. Sam Hutchinson was left, uh, was was released, uh, and the other the other two went back to the parent clubs in the championship. So, um, and, and that was a a, a really good defence. So we've we've, we've totally um, remodelled the, the defence in in certain regards. So we've, we've brought in the likes of Ben Hennigan from from Wimbledon. Uh, we brought in Michael Ehequa from uh, from Rotherham, who um, who got into the team of the team of the year, and then we've had um, Dominic Iorfa, who's who's been there but he was injured last season. Um, we have brought in uh, Mark McGuinness from uh, from Cardiff, who's been a a great addition. So I mean, the defence you could argue is slightly weaker, um, although we were crying out for League One experience that we, we said that many many times that it's all right having the championship experience when you take that drop down you know you, you might think that oh taking a drop down it's easier but it's not like the it's it's difficult there's certain places that you go there's certain teams that you come up against that aren't going to make it easy for you um and if you if you've got the players that have they've had that experience in the league one then that's going to going to help so on that you know Based on that, we have brought players in with League One experience, but I think on the face of it, you could say it's slightly weaker. But this, saying that, we've also brought in uh, Michael Smith, scored 19 goals for, for Rotherham, you know, got promoted with him, and he's chosen to come to Sheffield Wednesday. He's not yet um, started. He has had an injury. Uh, but, you know, adding the likes of, of those, and like I've just said, Malik Wilkes from Hull, 
he scored a bucket loads of goals in this division. Didn't quite work for him in the championship. Hence why he's probably um, took that step down again. Uh, and then yeah, uh, Alex Mighton from uh, from Nottingham Forest, um, a winger that's got bags of pace, tricks. Um, you know, he can really cause some problems. And it'd be interesting to see if he starts. So yeah, we. The other thing is, well, we've managed to keep the likes of Barry Bannon, George Byers, uh, as well, which is a which is really key. And then I think it's more like the strength in depth. We've got, mm. um, you know, we've we've also brought in Will Volks, who can't even get into the side. And you know, he's obviously a great player for Cardiff as well. So it's not just the players that are in that starting eleven. It's the you look at the bench as well, and and you know we have really got some some good depth in there. And I suppose with having. Uh... The capability to use five subs this season as well. That rule change really benefits the bigger teams with the deeper squads. Yeah, uh, it didn't quite work out at Barnsley, but come the seventy-minute mark, uh, we made four. Well, we made three substitutions. Five minutes later, we made another, and we changed the system from a three-five-two to a four-two-three-one. Like I said, we lost that game two-nil, um, so it didn't quite work. But you're right in. In having those five subs, you, we can we can do that, you know, bringing off uh, the wing backs, put, putting the wingers on, um, and really you know change the the system quite quite easily. And yeah, we have got the the players that can do that. Um, I think you're right; it does it does benefit the bigger squads. I suppose the rules are the same for everyone. You just got to got got to get on with it. I, I think we've we've not really utilised all five subs in every single game, which I did think was a bit a bit strange, especially with like rotation and things like that um and, and especially when i do feel like the, the the lads that are on the bench are of an equal standard to those that are, that are playing there's not a yeah. gulf in the starting line up to those that are that are missing out we have still got a, a strong second string of, of players but but yeah you're right it's it certainly adds a different dynamic to to the games anyway so darren moore as a manager then james as an outsider it seems that he slightly polarizes opinion within your fan base is, is is that true yeah and i don't i don't know why to be honest i think he's, he's the nicest guy you could ever meet i've not met him personally but from what everyone's been saying you know when he came into the club made a point of meeting every single one from the people at reception to the to the cleaners to the the chefs and all, all those people that that form part of sheffield wednesday football club um it does look a bit like a gentle giant uh but i've been assured that you know he has got a a strong side to him as well. I think um, you know a lot of the players that have come into Sheffield Wednesday have, have all spoken out and said that the reason for signing for Sheffield Wednesday is because of Darren Moore and his vision and, and what he wants to do with the football club. It, it you know I, I must admit there's certain decisions that he makes that on the face of it look a bit strange um, and perhaps you know you might not want to do that. I think I think what it is as well. I don't think it's anything to do with Darren Moore. I just think it's. Sheffield Wednesday is a football club and as a, as a fan base, I think that word entitlement comes into it, and I, I, I hate that. And I don't think we're entitled. You know, no club should be entitled to to be anywhere. When, you know, we're in this division because the results weren't good enough, and we couldn't get out of this division last season, and we weren't good enough this season before. Hence, why we're relegated. I don't know you could look into the points deductions and all and all things like that. Um, but ultimately, we are we are where we are because of. There is, you know, the performances on the pitch, and we've got to, you know, we've got to get out of there. Um, yes, I know we're a big club and everything like that, but I think some some fans expect us to to steamroll every single, you know, uh, every single team, beat everyone five nil, and you know that's not going to happen every single week. 
all right, it happened against Forest Green, but Barnsley beat us two nil, and you've just got to, you know, take the take the roughly the smooth, and and hopefully over the course of the season, you know, we can amass enough points to get out of the division. But I think yeah, people expect us to be in the in the championship, which you know that that's not that's not right, and and then that just comes across to the manager, you know, it makes it it makes a change. And it don't come off, and then it's his fault, um, yeah. and you know it starts to spiral like that. And I think there's certain people that have set the stall out, and they just don't like Darren Moore as a manager. Um, when we win, it's because the other team was was poor, and when we lose, it's all Darren Moore's fault. Um, which, like I said, I don't, I don't. I have a bit more of a a broader um, outlook on on things, and I just think that he's done a fantastic job. The club was in a mess when he came in we're starting to turn that ship around you know the players that we've got in are probably arguably better than the ones that we had when we when we came down from the championship we're winning games I, w- I want to go to Hillsborough I mean I always wanted to go to Hillsborough before don't get me wrong but I'm like I'm excited now and and that obviously comes with you know we were 14 games unbeaten at, at Hillsborough so you know I've not seen them losing quite some time but you know it, it that's all because of partly down to Darren Moore really we had two Contrasting games last season, James, didn't we? You absolutely battered us at our place for about an hour. We then scored a very fortuitous own goal. That was the first goal you conceded all season, I believe, as I remember. That's right, yeah. And then we somehow held out for the 1-0 victory. You, I think it was only 2-0 at Hillsborough, wasn't it, back in February? It was, but it, yeah. was, it was one of the easiest... 2-0 wins of the season. You you just played us off the park and it was as easy as you like. So we know the quality you've got. But uh, for those who perhaps aren't familiar with the new players and, and the style, tell us everything we need to know about a current season, Darren Moore, Sheffield Wednesday, formations, one, ones to watch. What do we need to know? Yeah, so we've been playing a 3-5-2 for pretty much all of like certainly the second half of last season and all of this season i think we played a 4-2-3-1 at your place because that's the formation that we did start off with then injuries meant that we they switched to a, a back three it sounds strange we had, we had lots of injuries in defense and then played three defenders but um <laughs> but of course obviously you know when you're playing players that aren't defenders you want more of them than uh, you know you want three rather than two so that's why we made that made that switch and it and it was working and, it, and you know we've We've brought players in to, to, to play that system and, and twenty well, back end of last season was, um, you know, we had one of the, the best points tallies in the calendar year, I think in the whole of the EFL. Um, so it was clearly working and we've obviously continued that at the start of, uh, at the start of this season, you know, so three, five, two with, uh, with wing backs. Um, however, the, the, I've mentioned Wilkes and Mighton, they're, they're both wingers by, by trade and, they don't really fit into the current system. So it wouldn't surprise me. I mentioned that we switched to a 4-2-3-1 late on against Barnsley. It wouldn't surprise me if, if we saw a switch, whether that's going to be at, you know, at, the, at the Morecambe game or not, I don't know. But I'm sure at some point in this, the, the season, Darren Moore will make that uh, make that change. But I, I ex- I'll, I'll expect him to, to line up in a 3-5-2. I've already mentioned the, uh, the defence in you know Dominic Iorfa. Uh, Michael Hequa and Mark McGuinness. Then we've been having Johnson as a left wing back and and Liam Palmer. Liam Palmer has been at Sheffield Wednesday all his career. Um, had a bit of you know un- unfair criticism I think throughout his uh, career, but he's playing his best football that, he's, that he ever has played. He scored two goals as well already this season, and he always you know has been you know famous for for not scoring any goals throughout his uh, his career. Um, 
Johnson, I expect to be, be to be dropped. To be fair, he has had a bit of a poor start to the season, so I would expect Reese James, who we've got on loan from Blackpool, to play on the left. Um, the middle, it's got to be Barry Bannon. Uh, I'm guessing George Byers as well. Then there's probably question marks over who the third one will be. It has been Tariq Backinson over recent weeks, but we've also got uh, Fizeo Dele Bashiru, who we've managed to keep after the um, there was rumours that he was going to perhaps go to Blackpool. Blackpool were, were in for him in the transfer deadline uh, day. You know, bids that we had, we had rejected as well. So he could possibly start. Dennis Adenarin, who scored that own goal uh, at the Mazuma, um, he's injured. So uh, he won't be repeating that same uh, that same feat Damn. this time around. <laughs> yeah, he, he is actually injured, which is which is a great shame. You've probably seen the goals he scored in the Carabao Cup, yeah. uh, one against Sunderland and, and one against uh, Rochdale. So he can, hit a, he can hit a ball from, from range. But yeah, you'll be thankful that he's out injured. Uh, and then up front, it's it's what it, well, it's two of of three really. Um, it's going to be either Lee Gregory, Josh Windass, uh, and Michael Smith. I would have thought, you know, um, two of two of those starting up top. It has been Gregory and Windass. Windass has, has has started the season really well. Um, I think he's got two goals. He's got three or four assists. Um, Gregory's only got the one goal so far, even though he, he picked up sixteen last season. I would. I'm anticipating that Michael Smith will probably come in at the weekend when we play Plymouth. Um, obviously, we'll see how he uh, how he does. I think he's due a chance. But and then again, I've, I've not mentioned Wilkes and Mighton because they don't really fit fit in that three five two formation. So all all what I've said could be absolute rubbish, and it could play a totally different formation come Tuesday night. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? I suppose, James. But, uh, you look at teams like Morecambe. You speak about your aspirations about having to get back into the championship, and uh, I suppose you're going to be coming to the Mazuma on Tuesday, fully expecting to win. Yeah, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Like, if we're going to get out of this division, we need to be beating, you know, the, the sides that are the well, everyone really. You know, no matter if it's Morecambe or not. I mean, away from home, it is going to be it's going to be tough. I'm, I'm sure. Um, you know, it's. It's obviously a Tuesday night. I'm sure your fans are going to uh, try and make it as hostile as, as they possibly can. You know, if not, you know, the pitches are not as big as what it is at Hillsborough. You know, we like to play with with width, and I'm I'm sure it's going to be a total different test. But you know, we've been in this season, you know, in this league for one one year already, one season. We know, you know, we know what it's like. But yeah, truth be told, we, we yeah we need to be going down there and and picking up a win. I've mentioned the three games that we've got coming up: Plymouth, yourselves. An Ipswich, really. I think we need to be taking, you know, a minimum of of five points from those. You know, win and, and two draws. You'd like to think the win would come against uh, against yourselves, but you know, it, a draw wouldn't be a disaster. I think it's more the manner that we that we play. You know, if we if we play off the park and you manage to you know to to scrape a draw, then 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 you know then so be it. But you know, I think we've got to yeah we've got to go there in uh, you know with a with a lot of confidence that. Um, that we can win. For all the quality that you have, James, are there any weaknesses? Can you give us any glimmers of light that that, that we can hurt you? Yeah, well, if you play like Barnsley did um, last week, then then yeah, you probably would be. As they got in our faces, didn't give any is any time on the ball. Credit to to them. I think they did their homework um, and they you know they, they recognised how they can stop us from playing. Um, obviously, 
you know, stopping Barry Bannon from playing is, is one. You know, some of the passes that he can do is is absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, he sees passes that you know I, I don't know how he does that. Uh, not only seeing them, but he also executes them as well. So, yeah, stopping um, stopping Barry Bannon would also be be key. Um, that being said, we, we've also sco- you know we have scored goals from range. I think I saw a. And if any of your listeners look at the XG or anything like that, but we're, we're performing well above um, in terms of expected goals, which obviously means that we, we're scoring goals from from long distance. So, yeah, we do like to have a shot from from outside the box. That's perhaps something that we didn't do last season. We were trying to walk it into the box and teams that came and, and were resolute and, and kind of um, defended strong, we, we did struggle against those. Uh, we often say, you know, we, we struggled against the likes of Accrington, Morecambe. Because I think you know, when, when you came to our place, I think we, we amateur you for the first 10 minutes and then I think you, you changed the way that you were that you were playing or you did something. We should have been two goals up and, yeah. and then we struggled. It took us right up until the, I think the 70, 80th minute or something like that until we managed to get the breakthrough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we, we do, if you if you are resolute and defend, we will, um, you know, we, we have historically struggled with that. Well, you'll certainly have all of the ball. That, that, that's for sure. Um, it'll be whether or not you can break us down, I suppose. So uh, hopefully we, we can create those chances on the break. We saw a terrific goal against Bristol Rovers last week on the break, nicked the ball away on the edge of our box, two touches and clean through and, and, and slotted in. So we can do it. I, I, I suppose you're, you're, yeah, I suppose you're going into this, into this game thinking that a point would be would be a great result if you can nick it like you did in the you know in the in the same fixture last season and and get a 1-0 win then obviously it'd be delighted i'm sure you're going to take you know a lot of confidence from the fact that you did beat us last season and it, you know it was 1-0 1-0 but obviously we'll be looking for revenge and obviously the it'll be a you know a packed a packed out away end as it is pretty much every every ground that we go to we'll be, we'll, you know we'll, be, we'll bring in the noise but you know hopefully you can't you can't quieten us down can't wait. I can't wait. We've got the two games. Slight caveat. People will be listening to this after we've played Derby on Saturday. That's going to be a full house. Another full house on Tuesday. Two massive games coming up. And uh, I can't wait. It's part of the reason why we love being in League One and we want to stay in League One for as long as possible. So, James, thank you so much for your time. Uh, no problem. Spoken far too long, longer than I, I, I had said I'd have you on for. So, thanks very much for your patience. Before you go, let's have a couple of predictions. Uh, the game firstly and I suppose more importantly is Darren Moore the man to get you into the championship next season yeah I'm going to go for a confident 2-0 win on on Tuesday for, for Sheffield Wednesday I can't I can't not back us really you know wherefore if you're languishing down at the at the bottom of the league um, I'll, I'll go I'll go with form and say like I said a 2-0 win and in terms of how the season is going to pan out I am still quite quietly confident that we're that we're going to get automatic promotion. I'm not going to be cocky or arrogant and say that we're going to win the league. So I'll I'll settle for second. <laughs> James, thanks so much. Give us the plug one more time for Wednesday till I die. Yeah, if you search for the Wednesday till I die podcast on all the podcasting platforms, and you can find us on social media. It's at WTID Pod, whether that's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook as well. And it's a great pod. It's one of the best in League One, if you don't mind me saying so. So please give that a listen because it will give you some great insight into the club, both before and after our game. James, thanks so much. Uh, Good luck. You are going to be up there at the end of the season, no doubt. I I think before a ball was kicked, I had you 
for automatic promotion. So that's put the kiss of death on it straight away. But <laughs> you're going to be in the mix. There's no doubt about that. So good luck for the season after Tuesday, of course. And uh, we'll speak to you next time. Cheers, Dave. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.